Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading Micah chapter 4 from the World English Bible. But in the latter days it will happen that the mountain of Yahweh's temple will be established on the top of the mountains, and it will be exalted above the hills, and peoples will stream to it. Many nations will go and say, Come, let's go up to the mountain of Yahweh and to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For the law will go out of Zion, and Yahweh's word from Jerusalem, and he will judge between many peoples, and will decide concerning strong nations afar off. They will beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not lift up sword against nation, neither will they learn war any more. But they will sit every man under his vine and under his fig tree, and no one will make them afraid. For the mouth of Yahweh of armies has spoken. Indeed, all the nations may walk in the name of their gods, but we will walk in the name of Yahweh our God forever and ever. In that day, says Yahweh, I will assemble that which is lame, and I will gather that which is driven away, and that which I have afflicted. And I will make that which was lame a remnant, and that which was cast far off a strong nation. And Yahweh will reign over them on Mount Zion from then on, even forever. You, tower of the flock, the hill of the daughter of Zion, to you it will come. Yes, the former dominion will come, the kingdom of the daughter of Jerusalem. Now why do you cry out loud? Is there no king in you? Has your counselor perished, that pains have taken hold of you as a woman in travail? Be in pain, and labor to give birth, daughter of Zion, like a woman in travail, for now you will go out of the city, and will dwell in the field, and will come even to Babylon. There you will be rescued. There Yahweh will redeem you from the hand of your enemies. Now many nations have assembled against you, that say, let her be defiled, and let our eye gloat over Zion. But they don't know the thoughts of Yahweh, neither do they understand his counsel. For he has gathered them like the sheaves to the threshing floor. Arise and thresh, daughter of Zion, for I will make your horn iron, and I will make your hooves bronze. And you will beat in pieces many peoples, and I will devote their gain to Yahweh, and their substance to the Lord of the whole earth. That is the end of chapter 4. There are some very famous verses in this chapter. The mountain talked about in verse 1 reminded me of Daniel chapter 2 verse 35, where a stone that strikes the image that represents the kingdoms of the world becomes a mountain. That stone becomes a mountain that fills the whole earth. Zechariah 8.3 also speaks of the mountain of the Lord in a similar way as it does to here in Micah. Notice in verse 2 the sense of joy and excitement in going to learn from Yahweh and be under his rule. Also, how much peace and prosperity his rule brings. 
This is not the tyranny of men. It is the good and perfect ruling of God. No one is afraid. Hence the famous words beating their swords into plowshares, etc. What a wonderful thing when that will be. When this time comes in the latter days, Israel will be turning wholeheartedly to Yahweh, as it says in verse 4. From verse 6, the remnant is again spoken of. They may feel utterly weak, as the metaphor of lame is used, and at the mercy of other nations, but they will be brought back with Yahweh as king. Verse 8 declares the former dominion, which must be referring to the land that was ruled at least under David, but other places in the Bible also indicate that will include the borders of all that was promised to the nation that they did not faithfully take possession of originally. I'm pretty sure Ezekiel talks a lot about those borders, but since I'm going to read that in the near future, I didn't want to research that right now. I was interested in making sure I understood the term the daughter of Jerusalem, so I did a little research. I have heard the term my whole life as I've been reading the Bible, and in context, it is clearly referring to the nation of Israel, but I thought I'd see if there were any nuances. Most of the resources instead defined the daughter of Zion, but that's not a big deal because Zion also is a reference to Jerusalem. So either of these terms basically speak of the nation of Israel at this time as being the offspring of the nation, those who have been born afterward. And the feminine being used is similar to that of Israel being spoken of first as a wayward wife and then the church being spoken of as the bride. God is always the father or the husband. And it goes with the metaphor of childbirth that he speaks of next. What the nation is going through now, the judgment, will give birth to new life, to rescue and the rebirth as a nation. This obviously parallels with the new birth that is given to all who believe in the name of Jesus Christ. In verse 11, Yahweh again explains that the nation's being used to judge Israel, have not understood what is going on. And we read one of those phrases that about the, God's thoughts and of God's counsel that always make me feel such awe. Here he is threshing. He's separating the good from the bad, those intent on wickedness from those who will seek him. And when the dominion of Israel for the promise to them remains, as Paul makes clear in the final chapters of Romans, when the dominion of Israel is restored, it will be unbreakably strong with Yahweh finally as king, as they should have acknowledged from the beginning. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 